Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from deep in the Eublifaris galaxy, on a small planet called Gekonia, east of the albino hills and south of the raging leucistic river, comes the one, the only, Gecko Nation Radio. Good evening, Gekonians. This is your captain speaking. Uh, happy Halloween, everyone. I hope everybody's doing good out there. Uh, tonight, we're going to take a trip to where the roaches and the feeder insects live. And uh, we're going to discuss the importance of gut loading your feeder insects for your uh, insect-eating reptiles. And uh, we're going to talk to somebody that is just huge in the community right now for her amazing uh, mixture of uh, just insect chow, and it's, uh, it's been labeled as roach crack because it's very, very addictive to the insects. And um, I'm also very proud to have Marcy Sowers of MS2 Enterprises as a sponsor for Gecko Nation Radio. Um, I, uh, you know, I picked I pick the sponsors very carefully, and uh, I think we're really lucky to just have just great sponsors for this show. Um, there's some some topics that I want to make everybody aware of that are coming up. Uh, next weekend is the White Plains, New York White Plains Expo, and it's on Saturday, not Sunday. So I know everybody out there, a lot of us are creatures of habit. We, you know, some of you guys are going to show up on Sunday and there's not going to be a show. So um, try to spread the word. You know, it, for many years, now, this is the first time it's ever going to be on a Saturday. So I think it's going to, I don't know. I think people are going to miss it. Some people are. But we'll see. So don't uh, try not to uh, forget about that. All right. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is uh, due to the recent success of Gecko Nation Radio, I'm considering doing extra episodes. So um, normally we're, gonna, we're always going to have at least one episode a week, but I'm going to implement extra auxiliary episodes for special guests, uh, spur of the moment, topics or uh, important things that come up, and um, we're going to be doing some, you know, two, two episodes a week on occasion. So I'd like to do that at least once a month. So, um, you know, you guys can, can look forward to that as well. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm having a bit of uh, asthma today. Uh, as you guys know, I'm allergic to mealworms, and uh, I don't think Marcy has a cure for that yet, but we're going to talk about the mealworm allergy too. I'm going to make sure everybody out there, if you're considering getting into mealworms, uh, there's going to take precautions because you may you may not know if you're allergic to them or not. Um, also, Marcy was really cool today, and she uh, implemented uh, some Gecko Nation Radio stuff on Cafe Press, like T-shirts and stuff. So we're going to put that together, and hopefully have it all done for this week, so you guys can start buying uh, Gecko Nation Radio. Um, hats, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, last week on Destiny's show, we totally forgot to talk about curly tails. And um, I'm, I'm upset about that because that was something really important that I wanted to discuss. But we'll have Destiny back and we'll definitely touch on that topic. And um, something awesome happened within the last two weeks. And I don't know. It's just been always been a dream of mine. Never thought it would happen. <laughs> 
but uh, one of my geckos, Diamondback, made it into Reptiles Magazine. And uh, I still have the very first issue of Reptiles Magazine that came out, I think, in 1991 or two, something like that. And uh, as, a, as a young person in the hobby, I never thought in a million years that I would ever be in the magazine for anything. You know, you just don't think about those kind of things. And, wow, to see, to see my awesome one in a million gecko in there in this month's issue was just like a dream come true. So check it out. Um, my Gem Snow Diamondback Gecko, he's in Reptiles Magazine. All right. And um, just want to thank our sponsors for uh, contributing to the show, making the show possible. Without them, wouldn't be able to do it. So uh, here's a word from our sponsors. Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by Gecko Boa Reptiles is your source for the highest quality leopard gecko morphs and wild types, from white and yellows to radars, amazing tremper morphs, and rare subspecies. John is a world-class breeder and extremely knowledgeable. If you're looking for something truly special in geckos, contact John Scarborough at geckoboa.com and on Facebook. And if you're looking for quality food for your dubia roaches, crickets, mealworms, and superworms, look no further than MS2 Premium Insect Chow. Made with reptiles in mind, it contains no dog food, cat food, or chicken mash. Using only vegetable proteins and high-quality ingredients, MS2 Premium Insect Chow will have your feeders making a beeline for it. Contact ms2ent.weebly.com or... It can also be purchased at Rainbow Mealworms and AB Dragons. Dale's Bearded Dragons is your one-stop source for any reptile supply products that you may need, from Exoterra, Zoomed, Rapashi, Repcal, Fluker, and much, much more, and all at 20 to 50% cheaper than your local pet store or big chain pet store. They are also the biggest reptile supply distributor at most of the Northeast Expos. Contact them directly online at dalesbeardeddragons.com or message me on Facebook and I'll put you in touch with the owner. Razor Sharp Reptiles. Like the name suggests, Jamie Carnes has some sharp gecko and snake projects in the works. He is very well known for his work with rare species such as cave geckos, but also has some of the prettiest radar projects I've ever seen. Razor Sharp Reptiles is also known for high-end fantails and beautiful rainwater leopard gecko morph projects. Check out RazorSharpReptiles.com online and on Facebook. ABDragons.com is your source for the highest quality dubia roaches, whether you're starting a colony of your own or just need feeders for your insect-eating herps. ABDragons.com can't be beat in quality or price. They are also a huge distributor of FlexWatt Reptile Heat Tape and have very competitive pricing. Check out abdragons.com online and on Facebook. All right, everybody, we are back. And speaking of FlexWatt, uh, FlexWatt and Calorie are just about to launch their new line of uh, finished heat mats. And I know I've been talking about them for a while now, but um, they're finally coming together perfect and you know, to bring something like this new to the marketplace takes time, and there's a lot of things that have to go, you know, just fit into place for them before we can actually package them and get them out there on the shelves and everything. So right now we're just finishing up the packaging, and um, I actually sent out samples to a bunch of different breeders and people that I know in the community at the 
Hamburg show last week or the week before. Actually, yeah, it was last week. And um, basically, I just want to get some feedback on how people like them. So, uh, you know, I'll keep you guys posted on when they're when people are actually going to be selling them. So uh, the new format of the show is we're going to be bringing the guests on before we do the news so they can weigh in on the news topics and um, be able to talk about, you know, be able to figure out which news story is false. So um, I'm going to introduce Marcy. Now, Marcy Sowers is the owner and uh, inventor of the MS2 Premium Chow. She's uh, the owner of MS2 Enterprises. And let's go ahead and bring on Marcy. Marcy, let's see Okay, cool. Marcy, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hey there. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I'm glad to be here, Dave. Cool, cool. I'm glad to have you. And thank you for, for sponsoring our show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we're very, very happy to uh, sponsor the show and... Um, you've done an incredible job with it, and it's just getting bigger and better every time, and we're just really impressed with everything you've done. So, oh, Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I can't believe the, the stats are just amazing. Like, when I first started the last show, it was a slow start. It was like, you know, I don't even remember what the actual downloads were, but they weren't impressive at all. Uh, it seems like this show picked up right where the last one left off, and it's just growing steadily every time. And uh, I was looking at the graph today, and it's like, you know, all the lines are going straight up, which is so cool, like straight up like a mountain. So uh, uh, it's just it's awesome. inspiring. Yeah, it's keeping, it's definitely just, I don't know. <laughs> it's got me so proud and happy. And that's all of you guys out there listening and, you know, supporting it. So thank you, guys. And thank you, Marcy. So, you know, tonight we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about your chow. We're going to talk about the importance of gut loading your feeders. We're going to talk about how to keep certain insects, uh, uh, you know, and breed them. Um, and mm-hmm. we're going to talk about just basically proper nutrition for our animals. And you basically are what you eat. And, um, you know, I definitely want to get into what exactly inspires you to make your own chow. And uh, I know the ingredients are a closely guarded secret, like the KFC chicken recipe. But... We can Absolutely. Talk a little bit about, yeah, we can talk a little bit about what's in it, though, I'm sure. And uh, so people know, you know, that they're just putting really great stuff into their feeder insects. Um, but before we get into all that, let's go ahead and see what's going on in the news, the Gecko Nation news. Let's bring on Steve. Indeed. <laughs> Good evening, Gekonians. Good evening, Steve. How are Hi, you? Steve. How you guys doing? Hi, how are you doing? Good. Doing really good, Steve. Glad to hear your voice. Glad to hear yours. Our awesome. first story. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm I'm good. There's a little delay. It's oh. up some time. Go ahead, Steve. Just talk. Okay. Just keep talking. <laughs> Our first story and the best story, I think, of the night. Spectacular new species found in lost world is the title of the article. So, Mm -hmm. in Australia, located atop the 
Cape Melville Mountain Range, a rainforest roughly nine miles long, surrounded by house-sized chunks of granite that are nearly impassable, has been overlooked by scientists for years. A team of explorers brought in by helicopter discovered new species including a skink, a frog, and a really cool looking leaf tail gecko. <laughs> Just give everybody a feel for the jungle. Yeah. So and a leaf tail wow. gecko has has really long legs. And they they hmm. think that it that's used to climb around on the big rocks. Hmm. So the frog and gecko seem to be very docile. The explorers were able to pick them up and handle them without them trying to run off. So that's pretty hmm. cool. I always like new species. The frog, the frog is cool. They lay the eggs in the cracks of the rocks where there's moisture, and the eggs develop into fully developed frogs. And that's when they hatch out nice. when, they're, when they're fully developed frogs. So it's pre- pretty interesting. They have pictures? Uh, the only picture I could find was in a separate article. This was directly from National Geographic. Um, mm-hmm. I found a picture of the gecko in, in another article, which I'll post both articles. But the other, the other two, I couldn't find pictures of. But I, I was, I was really impressed by the gecko. Wow, cool. See if we can get a, somebody out there. That sounds really interesting, especially the frog. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay, so our, our next story. The Pet Industry Joint Advisory Council, or PJAC as a lot of us know it, has released Mm -hmm. best management practices for breeders and distributors of feeder rodents. And I know you and I, Dave, talked about this before. This is a quote directly from the article. It says, as an industry, we need to set the bar high. These best management practices are another step in an ongoing effort to develop voluntary industry-driven practice, practices of an alternative to obtrusive government regulations. We, we had talked about this before, about we need to govern ourselves somehow. And mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good that they've set voluntary standards right now. Yeah, and, and you uh, know, that's always been the issue. That's always been the issue. We don't have a standard. And... Even right. With, um, you know, even with when it comes to the electrical products like FlexWatt and everything, um, because the reptile industry doesn't have a set standard for those types of things. You know, for instance, Calorie gives us a five-year warranty for the product, but if there was a standard in the in the reptile industry, they would be able to give us the same 20-year warranty on the FlexWatt that it has in the housing and construction applications. So, you know, even though that we're getting the same product that's warranted for 20 years. Uh, in the in the housing construction, because there's you know nobody really knows what the standard is. There's no you know legal anything to the reptile industry. They can't. There's no way to to basically warranty a product like that. And so you know it's weird. If if there were clear standards, it would really be a big 
uh, help to a lot of different issues that we find because, you know, there's like, it's basically like the Wild West, anything goes, you know? Right. Right, yeah. we could use uh, them cool. to defend ourselves, too. You know, we could mm-hmm. say, well, we have right. these standards set. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Wow. And, I, and I'm going to post, I'm going to post, I'm going to post the article, a link to the article and a link to the standards. And, and it's a, I believe it's a 26-page standard. There's 26 pages to the, to, to the uh, best management practices. But I'm going to post mm-hmm. a link okay, to both cool. of those on there. And yep. our next story, in Los Angeles, California, Hancock Park, a thriving population of green anoles have been found. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just one of several locations in California with thriving anole populations or reports of sightings. Mm-hmm. Cool. And in, in the article, it said that they're disappearing in Florida due to exotic, you know, and ex- um, competition with exotic species. They're disappearing in Florida, but turning up in other areas now. Interesting. Right. So, and then our next story in Helena, Montana. Police stopped a man picking up roadkill when confronted and asked for his permit. You need a permit to pick up roadkill there. The man said he didn't need a permit because he was feeding it to his Burmese python. Oh, my gosh. So the man was fined for not having a permit to pick up roadkill. That's crazy. It's pretty disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to feed your snake roadkill? I mean, serious. Oh, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, times are tough, but come on. Go to the store and buy a chicken or something. You know, get a, you know, <laughs> get a leg of lamb or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> All I can think is parasites. Yeah. yeah. Parasites, flies. You know, oh. I don't think I could get past the smell. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in in oh, the right... <laughs> I haven't got to the good story yet. <laughs> all right, all right. In the Prinesville Reservoir in Oregon, an alligator snapping turtle was spotted by a fisherman and later caught by officials, and they suggest it was a released pet, and unfortunately, it was euthanized immediately. Oh, I saw that. That's terrible. You know, like yeah. they, couldn't find the, they couldn't have found a zoo to locate the, the poor thing. They had to kill it. I mean, really. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't get this kind of stuff, you know? No. The, the the Staten Island Zoo, I think, has an amazing one, and and I believe the Bronx Zoo has one too. I mean, just huge. I mean, seriously, how hard is it to place a turtle like that? You know, yeah. I don't know. That's upsetting. It's like you know, they, yeah, they didn't put any effort 
into locating a home for it. They just said, all right, we're just going to kill it, you know? That's messed up, man. Yeah. Yeah, at least get, at least give it a shot. Right. Yeah. No, I think they, what I, what I read, that they're going to use the carapace to shell and put it on display somewhere. You know, like, unbelievable. Whatever. This is just part of our problems. Yeah. Okay, so for our our funny story tonight, an older, and this is in the article, intoxicated man called 911 to report that a lizard had poked its head out of the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) When police arrived, there was no lizard to be found. And in the article, this is directly out of the article, after speaking with the deputy, the dispatcher closed out the call, noting that the man was older and intoxicated, but not any more than normal. So apparently, the way I take it is he called before. (laughs) Oh, man. He probably saw Mr. Hankey in there and thought it was uh, a lizard or something, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, really. Unbelievable. That was our last last story for the night. All right. Now, everybody's in the chat room. Of course, one of those stories is false. Um, Steve, give us a recap of the story so we can um, take a a gander at which one's the false one. Okay. New species in Australia. PJAC sets management practices. Anoles Mm -hmm. thrive in L.A., Roadkill mm-hmm. to feed python, alligator mm-hmm. snapper found in Oregon, and lizard in the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Marcy, ladies first. Which one is the false story? Oh, boy. Uh, maybe the roadkill one. I don't know. I want to hope that one's false. <laughs> Yvonne says the lizard in the toilet, the drunk guy. Landon says the last one. Uh, Glenn's with the toilet. Allie's with the toilet. I like Glenn's, Glenn's comment. Have to flush the last one. <laughs> <laughs> I was a drug and alcohol counselor for the majority of my adult career, so the last one doesn't really save me. You know, it doesn't surprise me either, you know? Um, I think the last one is a true story. I'm going to say it's either the roadkill story or the anoles in California. I, I don't know. Maybe it's too dry for anoles in California. I'm not even sure. Um, I was kind of torn yeah. with that one, too. Yeah. I don't know. Chad says the anole story. Daryl says the wizard in the toilet. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say it, everybody's kind of going with the lizard in the toilet, but I bet you that's the, one of the true stories. It just sounds like some drunk guy would call up about that kind of stuff. Um, hmm, this is a tricky one, huh, Steve? You're, 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 you're making it a little more difficult this week, I think. Yeah. Um, good job. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm sticking with, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to stick with the Anoles in California as the false story. And what's, what's your guess, Marcy? I'm going to have to go with the roadkill just because I don't even want to think about that. Okay. All right. So what is the full story, Steve? Marcy's right. 
The roadkill. Oh yes. The roadkill. Yes. Oh, cool. That was a good. Oh, that man, was a good I'm one. glad she's right. Yeah, that is a good one. Now, you would to- I would totally think there was some back, you know, backwards law that you had to have a permit to pick up roadkill. I'm sure there is. You know, there, there is um, actually there is. I, and I, I hunted I around. <laughs> I hunted around to find some place where there, where there was somebody who got arrested for picking up roadkill without a <clears> permit. <throat> and that's the first one I found was Helena, Montana. So I used it. <laughs> wow, that's. So I actually need I, I a permit wish... there to pick up roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish the alligator snapping story was was false, but I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. Street, so I knew it wasn't. It's too bad. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. All right. Good call there, Marcy. All right. Well, hey, Steve, listen, man. Um, just so everybody knows, Steve uh, went out of his way. This way. He goes out of his way every week to make uh, the videos for our guests. But um, I have to say that Steve has outdone himself on Marsha McGinnis's video for next week. I mean, I think, I think Marcy's video is so cool, too. But... Steve really made an extra special one to honor Marsha. Um, you want to say anything about that, Steve? Don't give it away, but if you want to talk um, about what you, I'll what just you did. Say it, yeah, I'll just say it's a tribute to her, and and I hope she enjoys it. Oh, God. I don't see how she wouldn't. And we're going to – it's gonna probably going to take <laughs> me a few minutes to upload it to Facebook tonight. Um, so, you know, I'm going to upload it first into – the, the Gecko Nation radio Facebook page, and then into the Gecko Nation group page, and then I'll go onto the blog into the other ones. Um, it's going to take a while for me to upload this video because it's, I don't know, what is it, I don't know, five, six minutes long, this one, please? Um, Maybe more? I think it's around three three minutes, I think. Maybe a little more. Three minutes? Okay. Yeah, it's going to double. Depends, depends you know, on the, how many times you watch it. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh wow, I went. I saw it at least twenty times already. It's so good. It's you know, it's almost like a short movie. It's great. But, yeah. Cool. So, I can't uh, wait to see it. In your... I, oh, yeah. I told you. What's going I on dro- with you, Steve? Um, not much. I I really spent most of my week messing with video and uh, driving my nut, <laughs> my uh, wife nuts. Yelling in there, hey, come here, check this out, you know, because I, I was getting excited, and, and I, I I really enjoy doing the videos. I really like it, and and uh, I, I, I love the MS2 video, too, that came out really good, too. I'm a big fan of old, old monster movies, so that kind of brought me back to my childhood with the MS2 video. Watching the old uh, perfect for a Halloween episode. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, it lined up perfectly. Yeah, awesome work. They keep every every week. Well, they, you they you get actually a had. Sorry about that. You actually had a package oh. arrive this week, Steve. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you. Tell I really me about appreciate it. it. Were your buds crazy for it? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm saving it for my roaches. They're, they're, they're feeding on it right now, actually. We got, we got done messing with them earlier today, so. Awesome. Yeah, they're loving it. 
Excellent. Cool. Well, I appreciate all the hard work that you do, so I just wanted to say a little thank you to you for that. So. Yeah, really thank you very much. You're a tremendous amount of work, so. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, Steve, it. What you do is, what you do is invaluable to the show. It really is. So, um, it's, it's greatly appreciated. You know that, of course. And uh, I can't wait to see what everybody's reaction is going to be. So, you know, to the next video, and uh, it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, is there anything you want to tell us about? Um, anything that's going on with your uh, stuff, Steve? Um. No, not really. I mean, right now I'm just gearing up for the next season, basically. Just making mm-hmm. sure everybody's eating and and healthy, and I'm liking watching them grow. The little baby, they grow fast, don't they, those little baby geckos? Huh? Oh, yeah. And it, it seems like they, they kind of, they, uh, it doesn't look like it at first, you know what I mean? It takes, like, I don't know, a few weeks, and then all of a sudden they just shoot up, you know, and it's like, holy cow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it seems like they, they kind can. of stagnant for a little bit, and then they just they just sprout out, and it's like, I can't even believe it. I know, and they change so quickly. Like, one day they look a certain way, and then the next day their colors and patterns change, and it's, yeah, it's Oh, it's I, I, I love that. I love that, especially I'm, I'm liking the... Uh, the hypo stuff, um, mm-hmm. because I've got some that come out with some, you know, amazing pattern when they hatch, and then it, and then this see it fade out, and it, and you know, and then they look just as amazing without it, and it's like well, you can't even believe it's the same <laughs> gecko. Right, I know it's crazy. Yeah, I tell you, the bandits are my favorite to watch develop. They start out, you know, you can kind of see the the bandit mask through their. The head's mostly black, but you can see the nose band just a little bit, and then it just gradually just, like, just turns into, like, a perfect bandit nose band and everything. It's so cool. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite, I think. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't seen I, any like, I, of these geckos, though. No, I know. I, I'm just so <laughs> so busy. I, you know, I work full-time, too, and then, and then plus taking care of all the animals, you know, and then I really don't. There's not a lot of breaks in between, so yeah, I gotta I, I, I gotta yeah. take the time to do it. But, but cool. yeah, I will. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll look forward to that. All right, Steve. If there's nothing else, we will um, move on to the next segment and uh, talk to you next week. Why don't you give out your uh, information for people? All right. Check me out on Facebook and YouTube under BC Barker Creations. Awesome. All right, Steve. Thanks again, and we will talk to you next week. All right. I'll see you there. All right. Take care. Gotta love Steve. I'll tell you. He always does such a um, great job. I know, right? Really, really awesome job. Um, all right. I forgot to do the plug for Gecko Corns. If you guys are new to the show, or if this is like five years from now, and you know the show is huge and so popular, and you're listening to this show for the very first time, I want you guys to know about 
Gecko Forums, so check it out. Did you know that since 2006, there's been a treasure trove of history and information on leopard geckos and other species? Well, Gecko Forums is the most extensive database of leopard gecko history on the web right now. Take a look and delve into the past, present, and future of this great community. The biggest contributors, breeders, and hobbyists have left their mark there. Now it's your turn. Look, learn, and post away. Need a place to post animals for sale? Look no further. Visit geckoforums.net and become a member today. Gecko Nation Radio is proud to be the official radio show associated with Gecko Forums. Okay, and yes, um, I just saw somebody reminded me in the chat room. Eve is going to be joining me at the White Plains show, and we're going to set up a little section of the table um, devoted to Gecko Nation Radio. And I'm trying to get a banner made up for us for the show uh, for by Saturday. I'll see if I can pull that off. I think I can. And um, if I'm in the same place I was last time, I'll be right across from BHB. So uh, check us out. I'll have a bunch of cool geckos with us. And um, yeah, so let's let's get right into it, Marcy. Um, for for people that don't know exactly what you do and what exactly MS2 is, why don't you uh, briefly tell us about your business? Uh, I know we discussed some of it in the premiere episode, but there are going to be people that are going to be uh, tuning into this episode on its own and may not, you know, may not have heard some of the information in the first episode. So tell us, uh, tell us what it is and what you're doing. Okay. Well, I'll be uh, relatively brief. Um, I started making my own chow uh, sometime, oh, I'd say about a year and a half ago. And Mm -hmm. I went through several recipes. um, And I started doing it because I uh, received some chow and it just appeared to be ground-up dog food. And I wasn't too impressed. And more research that I did into it, um, I... uh, you know, found that, you know, there could, you know, be some uric acid problems with dubia and <clears throat> there's a really actually a very funny story that goes along with one of the reasons why I started making my own chow. Um, mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> it's rather quite funny. Uh, it involves me hand-washing every single dubia in my dubia colony. Um, oh, my I God. that I might have had grain mites in my dubia colony. Um, it actually turns out that I realized later that it was um, I, right next to my dubia colony, I was trying a waxworm experiment. And so mm-hmm. later on, I will give people some tips on how to do waxworms. But it actually turned out that it was a couple of escaped little waxworms. <laughs> um, but I actually hand-washed every single one of my dubia um, and dried them and put them into a new into a new tub, which was uh, quite interesting. It was a long, arduous night, and it's rather hysterical in retrospect. <laughs> um, but that actually was one of the things that started me on my path to finding out what I wanted to put in my chow. And um, oh, Jeff, oh, my gosh, I just read what he wrote in chat. Hold on. Um, Hold on, Marcy. Marcy, one second. Hold on. I gotta I gotta just do one thing real quick. 
roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow. It gets a little creepy and a little annoying, but it's funny. I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's a minute long. But I just, <laughs> I just had to play that. That's all Jeff and. That's Jeff's song, by the way, and Glenn was nice enough to uh, give us a nice little dance beat behind it. So thank you, Glenn, and thank you, Jeff, for that. And, yeah, it's stuck in our heads now, and it's driving me crazy. I don't know about you guys, but go ahead, Marcy. (laughs) (laughs) So that started me on my quest to find the perfect roach chow recipe. And so I started out with several recipes, and the first one started out, I did some research about some organic dog food and cat food, and then I did some more research, and I was like, oh, I'm just, I don't even want to use dog food and cat food, and um, I did a bunch more research on the nutritional uh, values of certain ingredients, and I came up with this recipe, and... I put it into the Zubia tub, and <clears throat> it was literally like a stampede. And I was like, wow, I can't even believe that. That's amazing. And so I did a little tweaking here and there, and within a very short time, I came up with the recipe that I have now. And, you know, there's been a lot of people that have wanted to know exactly what's in it, and I unfortunately, you know, I, I would love to be able to tell everybody what's in it, but I'm just not going to do it. Um, but one thing I will say is that, um, you know, I I never started out to make a fortune making roast chow. I started out to make great food. And mm-hmm. for my roach, because I wanted to provide the best nutrition for my reptile. And, you know, I started off and I shared it with a couple of people and they were impressed. They were like, I've never seen anything like it. And it just started on a kind of life of its own. And it's gone on from there. And it started with me making, you know, a little tiny bowl full in the kitchen and then it moved up to, I have this gigantic silver bowl. um, And now we've got a huge tub. um, I don't know how many gallons. Uh, our last batch was about 80 pounds. Um, and, oh, my God, that's crazy. And it's not just me anymore. It's my entire family is involved. Um, and, you know, my husband, my kids, my parents get involved um, because it's just that popular. And it's really quite exciting that it's been um, it's been a real adventure. And, uh, and like I said, I've never really started out to do this for the money. Um, and that's really not ever been the heart of it. It's just to make really great food. And, you know, that won't change. I won't change my ingredients. I won't change, you know, for, you know, cheaper. Of course, I'll try and get my ingredients for less, but I'm not going to change the ingredients that I have um, because, I, I mean, the reason why I started it was to make this great food. And yeah, what happens, what happens when you become... Yeah, but what happens when you become a big conglomerate and you start overtaking all these other roach chow companies and you turn into a big evil entity and start, like, you know, then you're going to start using GMO food in there. Is that what's going to happen, Marcy, or what? 
mean, it's never, like, never. <laughs> no, I know. So, you know, so you're not, you're not even planning on it. it. I'm sure you didn't plan on its success, and I don't think any of us plan on the successes that come sometimes. And you know, I remember Marcy when you were. You contacted me on Facebook or some uh, on YouTube out of nowhere and tried to offer me free samples. And I'm like, who the heck is this person, you know? And then, then there was a rumor <laughs> going around. Then, then there was some rumor going around. There's some lady trying to push roach chow on everybody, and she won't tell anybody what's in it. And, like, yo, what's, what is this about, you know? And, <laughs> and at first it was like, you know, I, who is this? Who is this chick? But then everybody started trying it and using it. And it's the real deal. It's legit. This stuff is roach crack. And it really does drive the insects crazy. It really does. And it's just great, great stuff. I mean, look at look how many uh, people are having success with it. And now you said that if your kids were to eat it, you wouldn't, like, freak out or anything. So yeah, no. tell us about that. No, I, I look at them kind of weird, like, why do you eat bug food? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my and my children are all, you know, taller than I am, and they're all, you know, my kids are now 14, 17, and 18. I've got one off in college. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if they were young and they took a spoonful, I'd be like, why were you eating the bug food, you know? Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, I don't, I, I guess the way I looked at it when I was creating this recipe is I wanted you know, and I put this on our website and I put it on our packaging, is that everything that goes into it had to pass the filter of would I freak out if my reptile ate this? Mm-hmm. And I guess I look at my reptiles kind of like I look at my, like my children. I spend enough time, money, and energy and care into them. They're kind of like children of the household. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to make sure that they had really good nutrition. And so I wanted to make sure that everything that went in there, if they actually ate it, would I, you know, would I be freaked out? And everything had to pass that filter. So if the answer was I would freak out, then it obviously wasn't going in my chow. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, Are there any parts of the ingredients that you can tell us a little bit what's in it? Like, um, can you say anything about what's, what's in, the, in it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, Well, I will tell people uh, that there is bee pollen in it. And the reason okay. why that I definitely like to advertise that there is bee pollen, and you mentioned something about allergies before, um, mm-hmm. is that um, some people may be allergic to bee pollen. And so I like to definitely let people know that it's on the bag. um, And I like people to know that um, because it can be an allergen. Um, So, you know, if you're allergic to bees or anything like that, you probably don't want to take spoonfuls of it. Um, You know, some people are allergic, some people are not, but it can be an allergen, you know. So I just put that out there because... Yeah. No, that's smart. Glenn wants to know if you can smoke it. I suppose you could smoke about anything. Like I said, I was a drug and alcohol counselor <laughs> <laughs> for most of my adult, adult career before I started making roach crack. And, uh, 
you know, I've, I've seen people <laughs> smoke some crazy things, so, but, uh, <laughs> uh, not that I'd advocate for it, but, right. um, okay. And that was but a joke. What I, uh, what I can tell people yes, please is don't that, smoke in it. yeah, no, please don't smoke George Crack. Um, what I can tell people is that, uh, the majority of the ingredients in our chow are all human grade. Uh, a good portion of them are organic, um, name brand, human grade. Like I would feed my children this food um, cool. ingredients. Mhm. Yes, Landon, I will. Landon is asking about uh, this, uh, you know, gut loading the, uh, with this product now. Um, when you put your, say you get a bunch of mealworms in from Rainbow, and as you guys know, we mm-hmm. strongly recommend uh, Rainbow Mealworms as the best source for uh, mealworms. That's where I get all mine from. That's where people like Ron Tremper get all their mealworms from. And um, I do too. If say you get all, yeah, of course. And if say you get um, your order of mealworms in, and, you, and well, what's the first thing you would do uh, to to properly store them and care for them, or or say you're going to be feeding them to your insect eating reptiles tomorrow. Um, what's, the, what's one of the first steps that you do to properly uh, gut load these mealworms? Um, I actually um, almost always order, so I have several days before I uh, mm-hmm. feed from my uh, new mealworm. And the reason mm-hmm. why I do that is because they are, uh, they come in on uh, usually newspaper. And mm-hmm. sometimes they'll eat the newspaper. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you remember when I first started out, we uh, had some norms, and I didn't, um, and it was in the middle of winter, so I could uh, send them out without newspaper. It, they were, you know, they wouldn't heat up to the point that they would, uh, you know, kill themselves in the heat. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things that I really did not like was the fact uh, about the newspaper, and as I've spent some time learning about everything, um, you know, proper gut loading is is very essential. So I always wait at least three days before I feed off um, from my mealworms. And so, you know, you empty out. I empty out my bags. I take out any of the dead. I take out any of the um, the uh, shed. And I always hydrate them. I like to use mm-hmm. spaghetti squash. Um, and the reason why I like spaghetti squash is because it has a huge amount of calcium. I like to use mm-hmm. uh, collard, uh, collard stems. Mm-hmm. I use my bearded dragon's um, collard greens, so I always save the stems and give them to my mealworms. Mm-hmm. So I'll put those in. You can do carrots. You can do uh, sweet potatoes. You can do apples. There's a lot of different things that you can use. But um, I definitely like to hydrate them. But I also use um, our premium uh, worm substrate. And mm-hmm. uh, I use that for three days prior to uh, feeding them off because they do, um, some of them will eat holes in the newspaper, and I think about it, and I'm like, would I give my gecko a piece of newspaper to eat? And, you know, my answer to that is always no, you know. Uh, And I just think of the ink. 
you know, and it just kind of, it kind of stresses me out. I, you know, I'm like, I was probably like one of those terrible helicopter moms when my kids were little, um, and, you know, like, oh my gosh, don't eat that, you know, um, but, um, and I, and I think about those things and I'm like, oh my gosh, so I always, uh, make sure that they are at least get loaded for a good three days before I even feed them off. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, <clears throat> I definitely always make sure that there's plenty of time uh, when I get, between the times that I get my orders in, so I have at least three days to get loaded. Them. So they have time mm-hmm. for that to move through their track. And maybe Jillian knows what the about- exact time that the, the mealworms, uh, their digestive system works, but I just feel like three days is a good number for me. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense, and and that's usually kind of like what I do is when I get mine in. Um, sometimes I I uh, will want to refrigerate them and keep them uh, for a few days because you know I get like really big amounts here and I can't use them all at once. And if you guys know, mm-hmm. if you keep mealworms warm they're going to pupate on you, and they're going to turn into little beetles. And your geckos will not eat those beetles. And some geckos will eat the pupas, um, some won't. But you definitely want to keep your mealworms uh, from pupating because, you know, and that, that takes uh, some skill and planning. And, and with experience, you'll learn how to, how to do that. But when, that, when your mealworms come in, um, I think, Marcia, you're right. Uh, you know, they will, they will munch on their, their newspaper a little bit because you need the newspaper in there to keep the mealworms from uh, sticking to each other because they generate heat and moisture. So if that if that newspaper wasn't in there for them to crawl around on, they would they would likely die in the shipping process, or you'd you'd probably lose a lot of them. So you know, oh, the newspaper is definitely necessary. Yeah, I mean, and it's necessary. We need it. Um, just recently, um, a young man ordered some, and uh, there was I guess a delay in shipping, and and that that is something that um, any any uh, mealworm company or insect company can't control. The shipping is just something that, you know, we got to plan ahead for everyone. So if you're going to be ordering your insects and your feeders online, always make sure you have enough to get you through uh, an extra four or five days just in case your order is delayed. And always plan your orders on Mondays so that uh, they're not held over the weekend. Like if you order on a Thursday or Friday, those insects are going to be stuck in transit somewhere in some warehouse or on the back of a truck somewhere over the weekend and you know they could be exposed to heat or cold or this and that so once you get experience with you know uh, ordering your your feeder insects you know definitely uh, take what I said into consideration and, and yeah, this is a question for you Marcy being in Alaska um, how does the shipping affect you is there is there delays or is there any any problems with that Usually not. Um, Usually not. It's usually not too bad. Um, The only way it really affects me is price. So. (laughs) Oh really? It's more expensive to get it out there. Yeah. Yeah, we usually get uh, hammered on price as far as shipping is concerned. But, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the USPS is usually pretty good uh, running here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are um, have uh, mistaken notions of what our shipping uh, conditions are like here. But if you think about it, um, there are people that have to work in the mail areas. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. for example, like the FedEx uh, uh, 
have been anchored is a complete huge hangar. I mean, I can't even describe how huge it is. Uh, the entire planes go into the hangar, get unloaded, wow. and come out, and they're sorted in this big heated, heated hangar. It's got radiant heat flooring and forced heat, um, and they wouldn't be able to do their work up there if they did not have that. So um, mm-hmm. it's a little, it's a little yeah. interesting um, living up here, but it's pretty neat. Yeah. Now, I would think there'd be some issues, of course. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's like a whole different world. Like when I see pictures of where you live, it's just amazing. Um, you know, a lot of us live in cities and stuff, and you just don't get to see those types of landscapes. But I'm sure it has its perks, too. But, um, you know, um, yeah, in, in I, Alaska, is there, is there like a big market for painters? Is there a lot of uh, reptile and, and herp owners out there? You know, there is um, there is a market for feeders, and at one point, you know, we had thought about really focusing on doing feeders because uh, that was one of my one of my biggest things was feeder nutrition for my reptiles. And mm-hmm. um, had my child not been so insanely popular, I probably would be doing more of that. Um, but. Um, you know, there, there definitely is a uh, need for good feeders. Um, I think that if people are resourceful and can reach out to the online community, that there's a lot of great feeder companies like Rainbow Mealworms and, and others that are willing to uh, find ways to ship uh, to Alaska in, you know, the cold of winter. I know I've helped out people up in Fairbanks in the middle of winter, you know, maybe uh, two degrees, um, getting them food um, for their, mm-hmm. I guess their Petco up there was completely out of crickets, and they were, like, rationing 25 crickets per day per customer. And oh so um, I basically <clears throat> reached out to um, some of the wonderful insect people here uh that I know through the community and was able to help them and do some crazy packing, um, you know, some one-inch thick insulation and, and some crazy packaging and some heat packs and was able to get them feeders so their, you know, their reptiles wouldn't starve. Um, yeah. But it was, you know, there's it, there definitely can be some challenges and, that's one of the reasons why I encourage a lot of people in Alaska to have their own feeder colonies, um, to reach out to companies that have, you know, that are willing to um, go the extra mile for shipping and that type of thing. Right. And you know what, guys? We're going to be opening up the phone lines, and we're going to be doing a uh, some trivia today. And um, I want to go ahead and give you guys the phone number to call in because after the next break, we'll start that. So the call-in number for tonight's episode is, well, it's always going to be this call-in number. So it's uh, 646-478-5331. Again, it's 646-478-5331. And I'll just, I'll put this in the chat room for you guys too. Um, Marcia came up with some cool trivia questions that we'll be um, um, asking you guys. And you guys have to call in to answer them. And um, what kind of prizes are you giving away tonight, Marcy? 
I am going to be giving away uh, 25 butterworms and two-ounce sample of our premium insect chow. That's one prize. I'm going mm-hmm. to be giving away four ounces of our insect chow and four ounces of our premium worm substrate. Uh, mm-hmm. Another prize um, are 50 large dubia and four ounces of our premium insect chow. And oh, then nice. there's going well, to be a, a surprise a surprise from a caller that we're waiting to that's going to call in. Um, along mm-hmm. with that, um, will go a one-pound uh, bag of the premium worm substrate. Um, and the fifth prize that I'm going to give away is one pound of MS2 premium insect chow and one ounce of water crystals. Nice. Wow, that's awesome. That's cool. All right, guys, so get your phones ready. And um, before we take this quick break, I just want to say that um, I think everyone should have some kind of um, colony of insects going. If you have, like, even I'm trying to get my, my roaches to a point where if I had to go, like, two, three weeks without a shipment of mealworms for some weird reason, I would be able to last on my roaches. Um, it's it's critical. I mean, you never know. I mean, when you if you rely strictly on on the shipping companies to get you your your food for your animals, that's that's not mm-hmm. what they're there for. They're not there to to guarantee that kind of stuff. I mean, it's a convenience. It's not a it's not a it's a privilege. It's not a right that they're supposed to get you your food on time. You know, it's like one of those type of things. So um, definitely plan ahead, guys. And if you have the ability to breed roaches or even mealworms on a decent scale, um, I definitely would encourage that. And um, and keep in mind, and Marcy's whole thing for making her chow is to have insects and be healthy for their reptiles, right, Marcy? I mean, that's the whole thing. Absolutely. And, right, and we are what we eat. So if you're buying your mealworms from the pet store and you're not giving them any kind of nutrition, you're basically wasting your money, number one, and your reptile, whatever's eating those mealworms, is slowly going to uh, develop malnutrition of some kind, and they're not getting what they need. So it's up to us. That's why we, and they always need to be supplemented with vitamins and calcium because, you know, we're keeping them in captive position, conditions, and if they're not getting sunlight, natural sunlight usually, and uh, all the other things that they get naturally in their environment. So it's up to us to make sure they get everything they, they're supposed to get. But um, I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to we're going to get into some other topics with Marcy. So uh, hang tight, everybody. Gecko Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. Gecko Nation Radio is sponsored by. ABDragons.com is your source for the highest quality dubia roaches, whether you're starting a colony of your own or just need feeders for your insect-eating herps. ABDragons.com can't be beat in quality or price. They are also a huge distributor of FlexWatt reptile heat tape and have very competitive pricing. Check out ABDragons.com online and on Facebook. Razor Sharp Reptiles. Like the name suggests, Jamie Carnes has some sharp gecko and snake projects in the works. 
He is very well known for his work with rare species, such as cave geckos, but also has some of the prettiest radar projects I've ever seen. Razor Sharp Reptiles is also known for high-end fantails and beautiful rainwater leopard gecko morph projects. Check out RazorSharpReptiles.com online and on Facebook. Dale's Bearded Dragons is your one-stop source for any reptile supply products that you may need, from Exoterra, Zoomed, Rapashi, Repcal, Fluker, and much, much more, and all at 20 to 50% cheaper than your local pet store or big chain pet store. They are also the biggest reptile supply distributor at most of the Northeast Expos. Contact them directly online at dalesbeardeddragons.com or message me on Facebook and I'll put you in touch with the owner. And if you're looking for quality food for your dubia roaches, crickets, mealworms, and superworms, look no further than MS2 Premium Insect Chow. Made with reptiles in mind, it contains no dog food, cat food, or chicken mash. Using only vegetable proteins and high-quality ingredients, MS2 Premium Insect Chow will have your feeders making a beeline for it. Contact ms2ent.weebly.com or... It can also be purchased at Rainbow Mealworms and AB Dragons. Gecko Boa Reptiles is your source for the highest quality leopard gecko morphs and wild types, from white and yellows to radars, amazing tremper morphs, and rare subspecies. John is a world-class breeder and extremely knowledgeable. If you're looking for something truly special in geckos, contact John Scarborough at geckoboa.com and on Facebook. Okay, everybody, we are back uh, with Gecko Nation Radio, and we're talking with Marcy Sowers from MS2 uh, Enterprises. She's also a sponsor of Gecko Nation Radio. Um, all right, we have some uh, questions. Uh, Landon had a question. Oh, that's right. Did we answer it? Okay. Um, I have, Marcy, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about uh, roach colonies. And a lot of people today are switching from crickets to roaches, especially with leopard geckos, um, it's really been determined that uh, crickets, number one, aren't very nutritious. They, they climb out. They chirp all night. They drive you crazy. There's always one that gets out. They, um, you know, they, they're just, they smell. You know, they're just, they're tough to keep, and they're tough to reproduce and breed on your own. Um, so there's a big trend moving towards dubia roaches, and keep in mind if you're in some southern states, dubia roaches are not legal but you guys can get discoid roaches, I believe. So check your local um, ordinances about that. But, um, Marcy, let's talk about dubias. Um, I guess, uh, do you keep your own, keep and breed your own dubias? I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you do, right? Absolutely. Um, I switched over to dubias um, from crickets, and the difference that I saw was tremendous in my reptiles. Um, not only are they about, you know, uh, three times um, the size, like meat-wise, of a cricket, mm -hmm. but they just seem to be better nutrition, um, especially if you're feeding them really well. And mm -hmm. um, they breed extraordinarily well. And uh, for a lot of us, the, the hobby isn't necessarily a cheap hobby. Um, and... Starting a colony is usually kind of, it may seem expensive and daunting, um, and a lot of people are nervous about starting one. Um, and the reason, there's reasons why they worry about them getting out um, and infesting their house. Um, and 
in all of the time that I've kept Dubia, I haven't had one escapee that I didn't drop my own self, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And those, I'm I'm so vigilant about it um, that I, you know, catch it and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's right there and, and pick it up very quickly. But even mm-hmm. still, um, the conditions that are required for a Dubia to survive um, and reproduce are usually not met in people's homes. And right. So there's a lot of really positive aspects about uh, Dubia. And um, they, the nymphs can climb somewhat um, in the tub, but usually they will fall after about, you know, a few inches up the tub. You just have to, you know, watch them. Um, the adult males can kind of flutter. Um, I've never seen one fly. People have talked about them flying. I've never seen it, but... You know, people I have said that they can't fly. I've they never seen it. Maybe Alaska's, too, maybe Alaska's too cold for them to fly. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but it's never, you know, I mean, I guess if you keep you keep uh, some good MS2 in their, in their food dish, they don't want to fly away. I don't know. Um, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> keeping a colony is really relatively easy. And... A lot of people ask me questions about it, and I'm always happy to help them uh, when they, uh, you know, ask. I'm more than happy to offer advice, suggestions, uh, troubleshoot for them if they have any questions about it. The Mm -hmm. one thing that I suggest to people, a lot of times people keep their dubia colonies too clean, like they'll clean up the frass too soon. Mm -hmm. And one thing that some people might not know is that the dubia nymphs, typically will feed on the frass when they're newborn. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you will not see brand new newborns eating the food in the food dishes. And the reason why is that they're eating the frass. And so it's important. Can they climb up into the food dishes, Marcy? Oh, they can, yeah. And and they usually do some, but for the most part, um, it's important to leave some of the frass in in your tub. It's not. Some people will try and sweep out their tub every you know every week and get all the frass out, um, mm-hmm. but that's really not um, essential for dubia. In fact, it can you know slow down your baby. Right. So how do you separate the baby um, dubia from the frass when you clean it out? Um, I have several sorting buckets, and um, I have a tiny bucket that I uh, drill little tiny holes. I don't even know. I had my husband do it for me. Um, But Mm -hmm. they're smaller than – they're just about a little bit bigger than the frass. And Mm -hmm. basically what I do is I will sort everything um, into my sorter buckets, and I use a mm-hmm. half inch and a quarter inch hole in the two sorter buckets, and then mm-hmm. um, try and get as many nips from the crates as I can, mm-hmm. and then I will sort out the frass separately. That saves me the work of trying to separate a bunch of frass from babies. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, because and then I'll usually put. Um, 
No, I was going to say, I've gone through some crazy troubles in the past trying to sort my baby doobias out, and until I found those those methods of screening them, and <laughs> I remember spending like, I don't know, two days trying to pick out all the little babies, and yeah, I don't know about you, but... Yeah, it takes a long time if you don't, yeah. Yeah, but I, I had another problem here, though, Marcy. I had an issue, and I mm-hmm. still kind of have an issue, with these little flies getting in there. They're not fruit flies. They look like fruit flies, but they're like genetically engineered fruit flies with little motors on their back, and they're crazy. And <laughs> I can't get rid of them completely, actually, and they're in my roach bins. I actually had them. Um, I got some dubia from somebody down south, and I bought, like, their entire colony um, because they were getting out of reptiles or something. And um, they sent me their entire colony, and there were some of those little flies in there. And so the way that I got rid of them was I took the entire colony outside, and I did this repeatedly until they were gone, uh, completely cleaned out the frass, which I normally don't do. I usually leave some of the frass in for the babies. Um, mm-hmm. But I completely changed the cardboard, brand-new sterilized tub, brand-new cardboard, did it outside, and repeatedly did that. Um, I think I did it twice and was done with the little fly problem. And yeah, I'm looking was, at it. I'm looking at it in the chat room right now. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Marcy, but Reno from AB Dragons is in the chat room. He's telling me uh, to stop using oranges. And Reno, yes, I did stop using oranges. All I'm using now is um, the dry roach chow and carrots as moisture. So is that cool, Marcy? What do you think? Yeah, and I honestly only give vegetables and fruits maybe once or twice a week to my dubia. And mm-hmm. um, I always take it out within 24 hours. And uh, definitely uh, always change out my water source uh, every two days. Um, mm-hmm. I put in a new dish. I don't care if it's, um, uh, you know, still full. They walk through it. Um Mm-hmm. And they, you know, I just envision bacteria. So my my husband will probably attest to the fact that I'm like a bacteria nut. And so, yeah, um, and so I, I'm, I, you know, change the water dish. And so they get a fresh dish every time I do water crystals. Um, <clears throat> so, and that's how I do it. Um and one thing that I did want to add is if anybody's interested in starting a Dubia colony, they definitely need to check with AB Dragons, uh, one of the sponsors from the show. Uh, Reno is absolutely a wonderful uh, individual. He's always got great advice for individuals on starting colonies, and um, he definitely will be happy to help and I've seen him time and time again giving out this excellent advice on Facebook and sharing information. So definitely get in touch with Reno at AB Dragons, and he will be he's one of the persons to go to to hook you up. Yep, and he sells the, uh, the MSG Chow, and he sells Absolutely. XYZ tape. So Reno is, Reno is all around cool. Everything you he need. Says, thank you. 
Yeah, he's cool. He's in the he's in the chat room right now. Yeah, you're welcome, Reno. You're a good guy, bro. Um, we have a special caller on the line, Marcy, and I think you you probably have known this person for your entire life. Uh, and oh, my goodness. Ma- Mom, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio. <laughs> well, hello there, everyone. I've been listening Hi. while I've been on hold here. Hi, and it's very uh, interesting and fun. I just have a thought on your fruit flies. The way I get fruit flies is I get a plastic little uh, plastic cup, a glass, and fill it with apples, cut apples, and then on the top of it put saran wrap with tiny holes, and the fruit flies get in, but they can't get out. Hmm. Interesting. So that's one, one way. Yeah. Marcy, I am so proud of you. I just want to tell everyone how proud I am of my daughter, and uh, she's worked for months and months tirelessly on the the whole endeavor of her chow and her geckos, and uh, started out by taking in a couple of uh, little, um, uh, what what do you call it, a a little favor, you know, she was uh, a little... Yeah, I took in the little bearded dragons that were hurt, and she brought them along, and that's really where Mercy got started in all of this. And I just wanted to say how proud I am and uh, that she's doing great work. And uh, with her chow, that is the biggest thing, and that's very exciting for all of us. With her chow, um, anytime she makes anything, Mercy's a marvelous cook on top of all of this. And uh, she's able to, you know, anything she makes has a little magic touch to it is all I could say. And I think all of you could attest to that. She has this very wonderful knack for making everything just perfect. Either when you go to her house mm-hmm. and have a, a cup of tea, and you can ask her, what did you put in this? Go home and make the same thing. It will not taste as good as when Marcy makes it. So uh, I just want to say hi to everyone. And you have a wonderful young lady working for you in this industry. And uh, I'm afraid oh, that you are on this, and I'm sure she will. Well, let me just tell you, Miss uh, uh, Marcy's mom. What's your mom's name, Marcy? Bernadine. Okay. Uh, well, I just wanted to, to tell you that Marcy's quickly become one of the best members of the reptile community. So... Uh, she's doing an awesome job, and everybody loves her. So you made a beautiful uh, roach chow woman there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, it's really fun all and right. exciting for all of us, and um, it, I wish you all well. And enjoy the rest of your program. I love you, honey. We'll talk Thank to you, you later. Love you too. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, that's cool. All right. Hope yeah, you guys my mom's an okay. incredible support. That's awesome. You know, and I'm very fortunate too. My parents supported me. Uh, my my dad didn't really care about what I was doing, but my mom supported me. She's the one that got me my first anoles, and uh, my dad always just thought it was a waste of time, and he never even called them reptiles. He always used to say, "How are your bugs doing, Dave?" And uh, you know, he just couldn't care less. But now he sees uh, what's going on, and he's pretty impressed. So, uh, you know, that's cool to finally get some recognition for my interest and everything. But that, your mom sounds really nice, and she seems very proud of you, Marcy, and she should be. Um, you're doing some great things. And everybody's, you know, 
just everybody loves you. So that's that, that says a lot. Um, let's see. Do you want to start your trivia questions, Marcy? Marcy, you there? Oh no, I think we lost her. Marcy, call back in if you're. Yeah, we lost her call. Um, what are we doing with trivia questions tonight, guys? Marcy, if you listened earlier, she's got a lot of great um, prizes to give out. And uh, okay, here we go. Let's see her again. Marcy, you there? I am here. My phone every now and then goes in- entirely insane. No, it's okay. This isn't professional radio. We're we're pretty close, but uh, we do the best we can. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes there's drop calls. So it's all good. Um, I was saying, do you want to start with your trivia? There's a lot of people um, lining up in the call line in the call queue here. Absolutely. So my first right. trivia question is. <clears throat> What is the scientific name of the plant that the butterworm eats as its main diet? Hmm. The price for this is 25 butterworms and two ounces of our premium insect chow. Okay. So the first Um, person to correct answer gets it. Okay. Yeah, there's people... um, there's no way those people could have gotten gotten the answer so quick. So I'm just going to wait to a few more callers come in. Um, well, I could take this one call. Let's see. Uh, caller from the 317 area code. You're live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hey, Dave. Paul, are you there? Hey, yep, this is me. This is Mike. Hey, uh, I totally Mike, didn't get the question. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> some little glitch here. Well, well, let's give you a quick opportunity to, an- to answer. Go ahead, Marcy. Tell them again what the question is. What is the scientific name of the plant that the butterworm eats as its main diet? <laughs> what kind of worm was that? <laughs> butterworm. Oh, a butterworm. Um, I'm afraid I don't know the answer to that one. That's I have no one. idea. That's cool. Do you have any other questions, Mike? Uh, no, actually, I was just calling in to listen into the show, and some I didn't even press the number one to get into the queue, so that was just kind of a fluke. That's weird. Yeah, you know, that's weird. <laughs> that happens sometimes. It, it, it puts people in anyway, so. Huh. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, Mike. Appreciate it. Sure, thanks. Thank you. All right. Um, Okay, we have another caller. Let's see. I know these are these are got to be callers for that are calling to listen in. So uh, I guess uh, we'll wait for a few more calls. Um, what time is the surprise guest going to be calling in, uh, Marcy? What was that? What time was uh, the surprise um, guest going to be calling in the, for the testimonial and for the other prize? Um, Remember we I'm talked earlier. I'm not sure. I'm. Patiently, uh, I've looked in my email, and I haven't seen. So I don't know. Um, I can, okay. I can well, definitely have, announce it. I'm, I'm confident in announcing what that is um, for that prize. Okay, well, here's the thing. There's a lot of, yeah, I see a lot of people in the call queue, and I'm not sure which ones are calling to, um, to listen into the show and which ones are calling for the prizes. So if you guys would okay. hang up and call right back in, 
then I'll know who's calling for what reasons. You know what I mean? So, um, and if you're just hanging out and listening, that's fine. Stay right where you are because I can see how long you've been on hold. Like, for instance, one person's been on hold for like 45 minutes. I know they're just listening to the to the show on their phone. So that's cool. I don't know why it does that. Um, even when people don't, um, you know, like press the one button to be in the call queue, they still uh, get put in there. So it's weird. Um, but whatever. We'll just wait. All right. Um, while we're waiting, Marcy, um, there's some other topics that I wanted to discuss with you. And okay. like one of the things that, yeah, one of the things that like people that are starting out with uh, insects is like for a lot of people tell me, Dave, I can't convince my parents or my my wife or my husband to let me keep roaches in the house. And, you know, what can you tell people like that, Marcy, to, to put them at ease or to basically help them in that situation? Well, I think it's, you know, that's all pretty um, individualized. Um, I will say for my husband, it was a monetary factor. Um, mm-hmm. And once I explained to him how much money he'd be saving, um, I think that was a big factor for him. And once he realized mm-hmm. that they were not going to get out, um, that was def- a definite factor. But for sure, um, the monetary uh, reasons were probably the largest factor for my husband, but he's definitely, um, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, he's like my little uh, checks and balances on money. Um, but, um, and I appreciate that because he's, he's just a, he's an excellent sport. And a lot of times, um, you know, a lot of people see me as just the, the one person out there, but he's, 100% my partner in this, and I hope he gets a chance to talk for a few minutes here tonight. Yeah, he's welcome to call in if you'd like. We do have a caller on the line now. Uh, let's go ahead and take... Oh, great. Let's see. Okay, caller from the uh, 214 area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hello, I am Chelsea Martin, and I actually was calling in uh, uh, to give a testimonial about... Uh, Marcy's roach crack that has been so uh-huh. awesome in my life. Oh, cool. Go ahead. Well, um, hey, I, hey, Marcy. I I just wanted to call because I just wanted to give so much kudos to Marcy because um, I started in the reptile, um, not business, but just the reptile community with a water dragon. And I don't know if many of you know about water dragons, but they do have very high nutritional needs to be and captivity and stay very healthy. And so mm-hmm. I really knew about the um, the really importance of gut loading your insects really well. And so when I, um, my husband and I actually went to our first reptile show after we got uh, our water dragon and, um, we we saw the beautiful crested geckos that I am now um, um, breeding, but um, I I'm Chelsea with Aurora Borealis exotic, uh, Exotics. But anyways, um, I you know started my roach colony because I found out um, how much better um, 
dubious were than crickets for, for geckos and for all reptiles. Basically, at the NARBC show, I listened to a, um, a lecture. And um, when I started my roach colony, I, I started looking into getting, you know, roach chow, and I was really, really surprised at the fact that a lot of people use dog food and cat food in the roach chow. It, it, it just blew my mind because... Um, I, de- I know I definitely wouldn't give that to my water dragon. And that is Marcy's whole, you know, reason for making her roach chow is, is would you feed that to your reptile? So um, I, I started asking around um, for more premium roach chows because I could not absolutely could not find a, a chow that was up to my standards, I guess. And Steve Butler recommended Marcy's, and as soon as I got it in, I just noticed a huge difference in production, in um, healthiness of my lizards, um, I don't know, just everything. So um, I just wanted to call and, and tell you just what a difference it made in my gecko colony especially. Um but Norbert the water dragon absolutely loves his dubias as well. <laughs> awesome. No, that makes no, me so happy, great. Chelsea, and you're such a joy. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chelsea, for calling in with the testimonial. That's awesome. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to Gecko Nation Radio as well. Oh, I'll keep listening. Y'all have a great day. You too. Thank you, Chelsea. You're welcome. Okay. All right. We have some more callers on the line here, Marcy. And let's go ahead and take the caller from, let's see. Um, we have 330. I think that, that's a new one. I think that's a new caller. Okay. Caller from the 330 area code. You are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Caller, you there? Okay. Let's try this next one. Caller from the 570 area code, you are live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hey, Dave. Hey, Marcy. Hey, who's this? It's Landon. Hey, Landon. What's up? Not much. You got an answer to a question? Uh, Yeah, about the scientific name for the uh, butterworm one. Cool. What is it? Uh, Was it Travoa trinivirus? Excellent. Tell me, Marcy. You absolutely won 25 butterworms and two ounces of our premium insect chow. So if you will uh, contact me on Facebook um, and send me your contact information, your email, and your mailing address, I will get that out to you. Okay. Thank you. Great awesome. job. Thanks, Thank Andy. you. Yep. No problem. All right. Later. Bye. All right, cool. All right, we have uh, we have more calls on the line, so if you want to ask uh, the next uh, trivia question, that's cool too. Okay. Um, let's see. All righty. Yeah, same question twice. I didn't even realize that. Did you notice that? Mm, no, I didn't. And if you guys have any questions in the chat room, go ahead and I'll... I'll keep an eye on them, and we'll uh, we'll get we'll get them answered for you. So just go right ahead so, um, and ask them. I'll throw my next question out there. 
and that'll give some people mm-hmm. some time to see if they can figure it out. Okay. So what is the name of the gecko on our MS2 labels and the banner on our website? So our website is www.ms2ent.weebly.com. I will okay. give you a hint. Yeah, cool. Um, if you look at ravensongreptiles.weebly.com, which is our reptile page, you will find the answer there. There you go. So the first person to do that and call in will get the prize. And if you guys are... And the um, prize is 50 large dubia and 4 ounces of MS2 premium insect gel. Okay, and that's cool. And, and Landon, you can participate again. So um, whoever calls in first will get it. So, okay, cool. All right. Um, all right, what else do I want to talk to you about, Marcy? All right, so what do you see... Um, what do, you, what do you see happening in the future now with with your with your business? Like I know you said before that you're not looking to, you know, really become huge and take over the world and all that kind of stuff. But what do you see as the future for MS2 now that you've established yourself and uh, really made just a terrific line of products? Well, I envision that we will continue to um, do what we're doing and do it well. Um, we definitely have gone from, you know, me making a small bowl of chow to it being a family endeavor. And it's something that, like I said before, my children are, you know, working with us. You know, I have my son who's six foot three, he's 14, and he has to carry things for me because, you know, I can't carry things sometimes. And, you know, my husband is definitely a, a huge part of this, um, and I couldn't do it without him. Um, my parents have been extraordinarily involved, and it'll probably stay like this until, you know, if it grows larger than that, then I mean, that's something that we'll have to, you know, tackle as it comes. But I don't expect that we're going to stop doing this because um, it's something I believe in, and... Mm-hmm. You know, with the tremendous support that we've had from the community, you know, if it keeps growing, we will try and keep growing with it. And, you know, it's just a, something that, that we'll continue to keep doing. So, Cool. Well, so far your your product is being sold by Rainbow Meal Arms, um, AB Dragons, and um, I think uh, Empire is going to have it at the New York show, and I may have it at the New York yes. show. Um who else? Who else is selling it now? Hold on, just a sec. Is that better? Uh, yeah, I can hear you good. Um, yeah, much okay. Much better. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, right now it's uh, Rainbow Mealworms, AV Dragons, um, mm-hmm. Empire Reptiles. We'll have it at the White Plains Expo um, this coming Saturday. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully um, we will have, we've definitely had a lot of other people interested. And um, I have uh, given some samples to um, some individuals, and I'm going to try and get you some out, some out to you, Dave. Um, but uh, it's just one of these things that is just a 
it's kind of like growing really fast, almost kind of scarily so, but it's really fun, so. Well, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, I didn't expect certain things to happen, and, you know, if you do something good and people like it, it's just going to take off, you know, it's just one of those kind of things. Um Absolutely. Now, I, I got two more callers here, but I'm not sure if they're calling to listen or not, but we're going to try anyway. Uh, let's see. I'm okay. not sure if this is uh, – I think we took Mike's call. Let's see. Let's try this other one again. Uh, caller from the 214 area code, you're live on Gecko Nation Radio. 214? No, I think they're just listening. Okay. All right. I think people are stumped on that last question, Marcy. That's a tough one. All right. Um, okay. Now, as far as the orange go, Marcy, can you... This is large dubia. They're, they're like a shed away from being adults. Oh, cool. Um, as far as mealworms go, let's talk about mealworms. Um, a lot of people are allergic to mealworms, and I'm one of them. And um, are you allergic to mealworms, Marcy? No. No? All right. Well, no. if, if for people out there that are thinking about um, ordering large quantities, quantities of mealworms, um, it's very important that if you don't know if you're allergic to them, always wear gloves when you're handling them. And even with roaches and other insects, they some of them have oils on their skin and some of them um, emit, like, different, I don't know, pheromones and chemicals that could really um, get people sick. Uh, it's, not, it's, it's rare, believe me. Um, but it's kind of like common sense, too. Like, if you're handling bugs, use gloves or at least wash your hands immediately afterwards. So, but for instances with people that are, are highly allergic, like me, um, I have to wear a, a mask, a breathing mask, and everything when I'm sorting my mealworms. And without it, I think, uh, you know, I, well, I know I just have a hard time breathing. So um, that's that's just a tip for you. And if you're going to be... If you are allergic, uh, other things besides gloves and a breathing mask, definitely do your sorting outside. Um, keep your mealworms in a sealed container, but make sure it's still ventilated where they don't get too moist, too much too much moisture and kill themselves, of course. And, uh, you know, that, that's important. But uh, hold on. we got another caller here. Let's see. Caller from the 214. I think I don't know if it's the same one or not. Let's see. Caller from 214 Area Code, you're live on Gecko Nation Radio. Hey, I was just calling in to listen to the show, and I guess it put me in the queue. Oh, okay. Do you have any questions? Oh, uh, no, I wanted to answer a trivia question, but if not, that's okay. <laughs> no, so go right ahead. Answer, answer the trivia question if you have a guess. Oh, I didn't hear the trivia question. I'm so sorry. The trivia question is, what is the name of the gecko on our MS2 labels and the banner? And I'll give you a hint. Um, you can look on our ravensongreptiles.weebly.com page, and you can find the answer there relatively quickly. Well, the geckos on your label are definitely, a, well, I see a leopard gecko and a bearded dragon. There, there's a specific name of, there's a gecko and it has a name. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. 
I don't so, know that if you can guess the name of the gecko, then you could win 50 large dubia, like a shed away from being adult, and four ounces of two premium insect chest. And I can talk to Dave for a second if we give you a few seconds. Okay. Okay. I'm the kind of person just just gives, you know, just say, here, you win anyway. <laughs> you know? Huh? I give everybody prizes this Marcy. I'm just like, whatever. You, you, you win. You're a winner. You pulled in. Yay. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just, it's all good. Whatever you want to do. Um, we do have callers calling in now, too. More callers lining up. Okay. It's weird, so, though. I don't know if they're... And who, who, is, who, is, who is calling? What was your name? Hi, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea? Yeah, I was just Chelsea, I was calling to listen in. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't need to win anything. Chelsea, yes. Oh, you know what? Um, because you've called in twice and you've been so wonderful, um, go ahead and send me a message. Give me your information, and you will receive the fifty dubia and the four ounces of MS2 premium insert chest. Oh, thank you so Woo-hoo. much. Martin. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> That's just a happy tune for when somebody wins. It's also Steve's intro, um, but Steve's not coming on, just so you know. <laughs> All right. All right, Chelsea, thanks for being cool and uh, calling. I appreciate it. All right. Thank, Thank you. you I'm sorry. Okay. Um I, mean, I don't know what's going on with the queue tonight. I think, I think there's a glitch with the block talk thing because um, I can't tell if the callers are calling to hang out or not. If they're just listening, that's the problem. So maybe they'll get this fixed for next time. But um, it's all good. All right, Marcy. Uh, is there anything uh, else that you wanted to tell us about the channel that I haven't touched on so far? Um, well, I do recommend refrigerating it. Um, if you purchase large amounts, you can put it in the freezer. Um, I have customers that order several months at a time, and they usually refrigerate or freeze it. It is a food product, and I don't add any preservatives to it. Um, So I definitely recommend that people do refrigerate what they're not using Mm -hmm. just to ensure that it stays fresher longer. Mm -hmm. Um, And I figure... Maybe I should give out the other uh, two trivia questions, and that way if people want to uh, think of the answer and call in, one of them already gave the answer earlier, Um, which squash has the highest nutritional nutritional value of calcium? And the second question would be um, regarding the nutritional value of bee pollen. What percentage is protein? And I'll give you a hint where to find that information. You can look at the MS2 chow page at rainbowmealworms.net. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. So um, I don't know if you've got two seconds or not to talk to my partner in crime, my husband, Mark. Of course. Have him come on. Okay, hold on just a sec. I'm going to have him mute his line. All right, here it is. Hello. Hey, Mark. Welcome to Gecko Nation Radio. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing well. And yourself? 
Doing good, doing good. We're really proud with uh, with Marcy and her product. Uh, how do you feel about uh, what she's doing with the uh, the Roach Crack? <laughs> it's 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 extraordinary. I'm just I'm I'm actually completely baffled by it because, as her mom mentioned earlier, she's an exceptional cook of well human food. And uh, so when we got together a few years ago and when we met, I always thought that we would own a restaurant or well, and she makes these homemade salad dressings from scratch that are better than anything you buy off of a store shelf. And so I had these visions of a salad dressing empire, you know, trying to put out a business and Hidden Valley Ranch and <laughs> taking all of their market share. And then out of nowhere, here comes this, the roach crack. It's, it's, it's just funny, the, the little turns that life takes and where you end up in, in, the, in places. But uh, she's done such an amazing job with it. And I know, I know yourself and, and probably all of your listeners don't know me other than by name. And, and that's, that's due to her, to, to her completely. I mean, I'm I'm the guy behind the scenes. I'm there mixing and and carrying and you know doing the doing the heavy lifting, so to speak. But she's the one that developed this recipe. She's the one that figured it all out. She's the one that's been marketing it, been pushing it, been making appearances on on your radio show, pushing it online, and and doing all of the legwork. Whereas you know I'm kind of the guy that sort of helps with the uh, with the manufacturing phase of it. But uh, it, it's exceptional. I'm just I, I'm still just blown away by it. Uh, how far she's come in such a short time with this product and uh, and the response that we've gotten from people. It's exceptional. Yeah, and, and thank you really, for. Uh, I'm so glad. It's really impressive. You, no, you're very you're very welcome. It's it's really impressive product. Um, I'm, I've never seen something take off so well so fast, and it's it's just a testimonial to what she's created. So. And it's not hype. It's the it's the real deal. People really love this product, and um, you know they wouldn't. I don't think there's ever just been anybody that has, you know, that doesn't find it just amazing. Just the response that the insects have to it. So yeah, you guys are onto something really good. So you know, congratulations on yeah. on making this stuff. Thank you, and we appreciate that. And uh, and thank you to everyone out there that's listening who has who has tried it. And for those of you who haven't tried it, I do encourage you to try it. <laughs> it's uh, it is it's worth it's worth it. It's, I mean, we feed it to our roaches, and and like everybody's videos and pictures, they swarm to this stuff. It's a uh, it, it truly is roach crack, and 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 I could, I couldn't be happier that she's she's uh, discovered this thing and, and is doing so well with it, and it makes her so happy. Um, you know, being involved with the with the reptile community worldwide, really, uh, and, and mm-hmm. doing all the things that he does, so it's it's uh, it's fantastic. And and you're doing a great job with this radio show too. I got to tell you, I've been listening uh, while she was on the phone before she before she put me on, and uh, you're doing a fantastic job with this. And uh, and I I thank you for uh, for having her on and giving us the opportunity to talk about it. Oh, absolutely, and thank you very much. I'm you know I'm not a professional radio host by any means, but you know I'm, we're going to do the best. Uh, that we can with the tools that we have and with the experience. And between Steve and I, uh, the show is, you know, Steve's contribution and my contribution has really come together really nicely. And, uh, you know, I'm proud to have you guys as a sponsor. I really am. So, you know, that's, that's awesome. So, you know, do you want to sing the Roach song? Do you want to sing the Roach song? No, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll record a, a, an instrumental guitar version or something and put it on there. But uh, as for singing, uh, uh, I'll, I'll save that for a five or ten Roach cow, roach cow, roach cow. All right, it's kind of like it's so corny. It's so corny. It's annoying, but it's funny, and I don't know. <laughs> There's actually people that want to hear the ringtones. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to create my own punk rock version of that or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. All right. Well, thank thank you very much. I'm going to give the phone back to my wife because she truly is the expert. But, uh, again, thank thank you for uh, for the opportunity to come on, and thanks to everyone out there listening. And uh, for those of you that have tried our chow, and we look forward to everyone's uh, everyone's business and, and interacting with everyone in the future. Awesome. All right, Mark, take care. Thanks, dude. You bet. You too. All right. We have, okay, we have somebody in the caller queue now that wants to answer and chime in on one of the questions, and I think we all know her very well. But let's bring on okay. Miss Miss Destiny, and let's see where are you, Destiny? Okay, right here. Destiny, you're Hello. live on Destination Radio. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, Marcy. Okay, <laughs> Destiny. So I totally know the answer to the trivia question because I was listening. And so, if you want to ask the question again. You can do that, or I can just answer it. Okay, why don't you just answer it, because I I don't remember which one that you know the answer to. (laughs) Okay, you were asking what squash do you use as a feeder that's really high in calcium, and it's spaghetti squash. Awesome. You won one pound of MS2 premium chow and one ounce of water crystals. Sweet. I'm so excited. I have to tell you. I know that I said something about it on my own show last week, but I really, really like your product. Um, I haven't had, like, too many other types of roach chow I've ever used. I usually just use, like, cat food or whatever, and people are like, oh, my gosh, don't do that. Your geckos are going to get the gout because it's so processed and it's bad, blah, blah, blah. So I went ahead and I got some from you, and they really love it, and they eat it all gone really fast. And I don't, I see them once in a while coming out to eat, but I just usually throw it in there and leave. But it's always gone the next day or two days later when I come back and there's like roaches sitting in the bowl like, uh, hey, lady, <laughs> there, there needs to be something in here for me to eat. So I love your product. Thank you so much for all the hard work that you do to make it for oh, us and your you family. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank so you. And I hope you have a show on just on Big Tail, you and Dave together, because that would be awesome. Oh, well, we could totally do that, but I'm not the boss, so have to defer to Dave. Oh, any time, Destiny, whenever you want to do it. I feel bad that we totally forgot about that. That was, like, the most important thing that I really wanted to talk about on your show. So, you know, we we should do, like, an auxiliary episode soon, you know, whenever you want. Just let me know. Just let me know. You let me know, dude. Right. You're the boss. <laughs> oh, I'm not the boss. All it's right. A, this is a community show. So, but yeah, I got well, you. We'll, I, we'll get in touch during the week. We'll schedule it. Sure. Thank you so good. much for letting me win. And I love the show. It's been really educational and informative. And you guys have a great night. And now I'm going to go listen on my computer again. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you, Destiny. <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. Bye. It's <laughs> funny. All right. Oh, my God. There's a lot of callers online. Um, did you have another question that you put out there, uh, Marcy, or no? Yes. I don't know. I had one yeah, more okay. question. Let me just... um, okay, go ahead. Did you ask it yet or no? I forgot. I did. It was the yeah, nutritional was... value of bee pollen, which percentage is protein? And the answer and was at rainbowmealworms.net. Okay, and what about the one about the name of the gecko? Nobody got that one either. 
Mm-mm. I don't think. Okay. Oh, but I, Wait, let me take one of these other. Okay. Cool. So, okay. Okay. Um, Caller from the five one nine area code. You are live on Declamation Radio. Caller from five one nine. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Um, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Are you calling in to answer the contest question? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Which one did you want to answer? The one of the 40, uh, the how much protein was in the bees. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, 40%. 40%. Excellent. Is that correct, Marcy? Oh, cool. That is absolutely correct. Okay, so you great. actually got a special got a special prize. And I was kind of hoping Jillian was going to call in, um, but I talked to her previously. And so the winner of this particular question gets 3,000 medium mealworms from Rainbow Mealworms nice. and one pound of MS2 premium worm substrate. And so, oh, Jennifer, cool. you will message me I on Facebook or get a message to Dave with your contact information. Um, I will make sure that that gets to you. Okay. Thank you. All right, Jennifer. Thank you for calling in. No problem. Bye. All right, cool. Bye now. Bye now. Awesome. All right, and then the last question was, the name of the gecko. So um, there's mm-hmm. some other callers online here. Let's see if we can see who gets it. I think I recognize one of these numbers here. Um, I think one of these is Mandy. I don't know. Mandy, is this you? Mandy, is this Hello. you? Hello. Of course it is. It is Mandy. I knew it. How are you? Hey there. Let's see. I am awesome. On? Listening Indeed. and having a great time. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Cool. You have an answer I know to the question? The name. Yes, I do. Oh, cool. It is a beautiful little boy, lavender striped gem snow, and his name is Dumal. Or I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> you won. I look at him and almost for- every other day <laughs> on the packaging. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. <laughs> I'm so glad you got it. Um, well, since I'm just feeling absolutely wonderfully generous tonight, um, you will also win 50 large dubia and four ounces of premium insect chow. I'm trying to remember where you live. I am in Pennsylvania, and actually, okay, I was, so I was hoping. Legal? I was hoping to. T- no, no, it's it's perfectly legal. I have. Oh gosh, I'd okay. be going to jail by now if I. <laughs> I've got so many dubia right now, like a ridiculous amount of dubia. Um, But uh, they they absolutely love the chow, like going through it like crazy, love the chow. I've tried making it before on my own, and I've tried different recipes, and it's just, oh, my goodness, this stuff is gone like in hours. Whereas before the other stuff, it would just sit around, they would eat it, but not nearly as fast as what they're eating, the MS2 chow. It's just awesome. And it smells better, and it just, it's so nice to know that it's quality stuff, 
I don't have to worry about whatever's going into my reptiles. I know it's it's relieving to know that you're feeding them the best stuff possible. You know what I mean? Well, of course you do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, Indeed. well, you did say that you've got you've got dubia coming out your ears. Would you prefer one pound of chow instead? I. I am anything is awesome. I I would prefer that. that would, I actually want to start. To do that. Yeah, I was actually looking to start my own colony of mealworms because right now I buy my mealworms, and uh-huh. I, it was nice to hear the stuff. I don't know. I've I've done a little bit of research, but I've always just bought them, fed them. Uh, the aliens. I've got a couple beetles. <laughs> I've got a couple beetles downstairs that I was like, oh, let's see if they mate. And I have some baby mealworms. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, any chow is just. Uh, it's relieving to know that they're eating the best stuff possible. So I, I'm super excited. <laughs> well, I will. How about I talk to you after the show, and I will um, definitely get you set up with something to start a mealworm colony. Thank you so much, Marcy. <laughs> you're welcome, and I'm really glad that your dubia are loving it. Oh, they are. I'm so glad that you made this stuff. <laughs> Me too. It's really been an adventure, and I really am happy about it. So, I'm, I'm very happy. Roach, cow, roach, cow, roach. Sorry. <laughs> it sounded like some Sorry. techno in that, too. <laughs> that's the remix. Yeah, that's the remix version. Nice. Well, I like it. And your gecko hissed at me today, and it made me think of you. <laughs> well, my oh, gecko no. that I got from you. I, no, he did the really? little, oh, don't touch me. Oh, oh, don't touch me. And I'm like, oh, it reminded me of when you made the hiss noise at me when I got the question wrong. Like, ah, he's oh, still gotcha. hissing at me through his gecko. <laughs> but, well, you know what? You're going to have to take a little time handling them. Uh, Andy, oh, yeah. I have so I just, many here that I just... I don't have time to handle You can tell there's uh, he's still young. That and I've I haven't really I, I think I've only held him maybe twice. Just wanting to give him some time to relax. They're eating great, but just you know what I mean. Give him time to acclimate and not stress him out. But I had to pet him today and it was just so funny. <laughs> That's cool. I'm glad you're happy with him. I do. I love him. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome. Thanks thanks for being you and calling in. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much, Dave. Thank, keep up the great work. Thank you, Amanda. Absolutely. Yep. All right. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Bye now. Okay. That was lovely Mandy, one of our hardcore fans. And all right, Marcy, we're coming to the end of the show. And um, I guess uh, at this point, Let's uh, have some closing closing remarks from you. And don't worry, everybody. I'm going to play the whole Roach Channel song at the end of the show. Everybody wants to hear the whole thing, so don't worry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm going to take my headphones off for it. You guys can listen to it. Um, It's stuck in my head. I don't want. I'm trying to get it out of my head because it's you know after a while it just kind of gets crazy. But um, (laughs) we're going to play it. Don't worry. Um, But yeah, and. Go ahead, Marcy. Tell us, uh, give us some closing remarks, if you would. Well, I one of the things that I think a lot of people, I mean, obviously, think of is roach crack. 
um, when it comes to the show. Um, but it can be used for crickets. It can be used for superworms. It can be used for mealworms. Um, I've had customers tell me that our um, uh, premium worm substrate, they've seen um, more active uh, mealworms in their in their cow um, mm-hmm. than than if they uh, just use their regular substrate. So it's definitely mm-hmm. uh, something that it can be used for multiple insects. So it's not just uh, roach crack, although it certainly mm-hmm. you know has become famous for being roach crack. Um, the other <laughs> thing that I wanted to quickly quickly state is that uh, we just did an update on our Ravensong Reptiles website, uh, which is ravensongreptiles.weebly.com. And we have a very short shipping window, uh, probably until spring. So we won't be able to ship out anything probably until spring. Um, so if anybody's interested in any geckos, um, let's, play, let's make a deal. And if you're interested, I'm happy to um, talk to anybody. I put everybody up that's available that I'm not holding back. And uh, mm-hmm. so I will have to, but I probably have to ship by Tuesday, and I probably won't be able to ship after that until spring, until it thaws, uh, which yes. happened in May of last of this this year. It all happened in May, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really okay. excited to have our show at the uh, uh, White Plains Expo, and um, it's just going to continue to grow. And I'm happy that you had us on tonight and have us as a sponsor and I'm looking forward to the Cafe Press debut and Marsha's show. I think I'm probably going to cry when I see the video that Steve made. Oh my God, it's awesome. It'll be up in like, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. so yeah, I love yeah, Marsha's show. Yeah, you're welcome to call in uh, next week if you like uh, and ask Marsha a question. Or... Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Marcy, it's been a it's been a pleasure, and um, I'm glad that you and I are friends. And I'm so so pleased that you're you're a part of the show, and your uh, your your business is part is a part of the show. And um, it's just an honor. And uh, like I posted on Facebook recently in the group, I think uh, a lot of us have really found the best people in the community. We really just united, and um, I don't know, we got a lot of good teamwork going, and. It's just a lot of good camaraderie and just, you know, the best people just coming together in Gecko Nation. So um, thank you for being a part of that, too. And you're welcome to come back anytime you like. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for doing this. Anytime. And thanks again. All right, Marcy. Take care. I'll All talk right. to you soon. Bye Have now. a good night. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, everybody. Um, Great show, a lot of great information, uh, great product, um, great person. I mean, everything is just great. Um, I'll play the Roach Chow song at the very end. And um, actually, I'll play that now, and I'll leave my closing remarks till after that. So I'm just going to warn you, it's highly annoying, but we're going to play it anyway. So here you go. Roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, eat it up, yum. One, two, three, four, can I have a little more? Roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow, yummy, yummy, roach chow, roach chow, roach chow,
Nation Radio is a David's Fine Gecko's creation and production. You can visit the show's Facebook page at Gecko Nation Radio. I also have a great family-friendly group on Facebook called Gecko Nation. Apply for membership today. The jazz music you heard tonight was generously donated and created by Jeremy Turgeon of J&D Reptiles. Thank you very much, Jeremy, for the great musical pieces. You can check out Jeremy at J&D Reptiles on YouTube and on Facebook. And a very special thank you to our news anchor, graphic designer, and audio tech, Steve Barker. All the graphics, audio sponsor plugs, and music overlays were assembled by Steve. Check out Steve on YouTube at BC Barker Creations. He has some terrific videos for the herb community with amazing geckos and snakes. Please support the U.S. Herpetocultural Alliance. They are our most effective defense against legislation that threatens our rights of exotic animal ownership. Sign up for their newsletter and donate if you can at usherp.org. All right, everybody. And we're coming to the end of another great episode. Um, I'm going to leave you with this thought. Uh, you know, I, me personally, I've learned some very important lessons being in the spotlight. And uh, no matter how good your intentions are and whatever successes you have, you will likely receive an equal amount of envy and haters and BS that comes along with those successes. Um, you can do everything as perfect as possible and still have those that will hate your guts for no reason whatsoever. Don't waste your time dwelling on others' opinions and don't let others' opinions of you affect your goals. That is their problem, not yours. Keep doing what you do best. Be strong and be successful. Uh, next week, it's Marsha McGinnis from Golden Gate Geckos. Stay tuned for the video. I'm going to upload it to Facebook now. It's going to take a little bit because it's a long video, but it's really cool. Steve did an amazing, amazing job. So good night, Gecko Nations. Gecko Nation Radio signing off.